Did you hit the grocery store on the weekend? Did you have to take out a second mortgage? The sticker shock, especially from the meat section. Oh, my goodness. I think we'll just have a portobello mushroom tonight instead of that uh, instead of that T-bone. I think everybody is struggling with the price of uh, food and we're really trying to you know take it in as to how much longer is it going to be like this is and stats canada is saying that overall food costs rose 8.8 percent compared to a year ago uh, canadians paid 9.7 percent more for food stores in april now there's all kinds of promises out there especially in this election campaign on ways to lower your food costs for example the liberals say they'd eliminate taxes on prepared foods under 20 bucks, which leads uh, Stephen Del Duca to talk about this. I'm thinking about the rotisserie chicken that I might pick up from the local grocery store tonight on the way home. Yeah, I'm always thinking about the rotisserie chicken. I just can't help myself. Meanwhile, others say, well, we're going to really going to crack down on these giant corporations, these grocery stores and what they do. Let's get a reality check on some of these promises. Uh, Mike Vian Masso is an associate professor and the Department of Food, Agriculture, and Resource Economics at the University of Guelph. Mike, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. Are you thinking about a rotisserie chicken? I know I am. <laughs> I'm always thinking rotisserie chicken. <laughs> All right. Can we start with this whole idea that uh, grocery chains are gouging us and we need stronger competition law? Uh, and how realistic a promise like that would be? Well, I mean, what we're hearing from some of the political parties is that they're going to have a a grocery code of conduct. And, and frankly, uh, that sounds great. Uh, the devil is always in the details, so it depends on exactly what that looks like. What mostly they're arguing there is that we're going to lessen the 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 ability of these big grocery companies, and it's not all that are doing it, to, to sort of bully the processors and and food companies that sell to them and and making that system fairer making um, making it more predictable and transparent i think is a very good thing what i don't think it'll do is lower our food prices and it, it, it is uh, by itself improving the relationship between these big highly concentrated food retailers and processors might actually frankly, uh, increase food prices a little bit because it will not allow retailers to force some of those costs back on processors so they'll turn around and, and pass them on to us. So, again, not a bad idea, but not likely to, to, decrease, the food cri- to, to decrease the food prices we pay at the grocery store every day. Is there any political promise out there right now in this election campaign that's grabbing your attention? Well, I, th- I think there are, again, as I said, the devil, is, the devil is in the details. You know, one real and tangible uh, policy proposal is the removal of tax on, uh, on food process that, you, that you covered on, on processed foods below $20. So most of the food we buy at the grocery store is not taxed. So this is a measure that will make some pre-prepared foods that are currently taxed uh, 8% cheaper to acquire. That's a, a very good thing. When you said la- uh, last year or, or last this past April versus April a year ago, it was 8.8% up and 9.7% in the grocery store. That helps. 
but there's such a small uh, proportion of the food we buy that's in that category that that it's a great idea, but it's not uh, it's not going to make a difference on a whole bunch of things unless you eat rotisserie chickens every day. <laughs> Okay, uh, fair enough. And I mean, is this one of these things where we start having these conversations about you're not doing enough about inflation, and the reality is it's really not in our control. It's not certainly in a provincial leader's control. It's probably not much in the under the control of the federal government, for that matter. Well, you're you're exactly right. Part of the problem is we all dislike, and it's not just food prices. Everything's going up. Have you filled up? If you've filled up your 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 car lately you'll notice a difference if you've tried to buy a house or try to rent an apartment everything has gotten more expensive and and that as citizens that makes us angry and we blame the government but there's very little the government can do and and some of the things that they can do uh, will have mixed success so i think that that we are we, we see policymakers say, well, here's some things we'll try. I think some of them are, are frankly good policy, but are unlikely in the short term to have a real impact on what we're, on what we're doing because we've got the war in the Ukraine that we have no control over. We have extreme weather events that we have no control over. We have ongoing capacity issues in the supply chain that we have little control over. Gas prices we have little control over. And so... It, it, we'd love the government to be able to do things, but it's really hard to do unless they take a direct inter, you know, we all got, any of us that own a car recently got a check from the provincial government. You know, one way they could make things more affordable is by putting more money in our pockets, but that's mm. not dealing specifically with those food price increases. Mike, great talking to you. I appreciate your time today. Well, thank you for having me and have a great day. All right, that is uh, Mike von Massau, who's an associate professor at the University of Guelph.